Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. It's hump day. And it is the first week of August. Welcome to August, you guys. Welcome to August. Wow, this summer is... It's almost over. It's almost over. It's crazy. I can't believe it. So you guys know that we have been, you know, diving into themes all year. And we've been reflecting we've been slidevering we've been celibate we've been tribing we've been what else money money um all the things manifesting manifesting and so i don't know we've been doing all this work and i've been thinking and mila and i've been thinking like what is august what is the vibe of august and i'm feeling like the vibe of august is designing your own life Yes, welcome to Design Your Life August. <laughs> you know, me and Mila just came back from a, coast, a trip of Costa Rica, which we'll get into. But I think it's really inspired us to really rethink what our lives look like. And I think we've already been kind of designing our lives in general. But like, I think we're like excited about this new part of the design. I think it's when you start to manifest your life and then you start to see it take mold then you're like oh shit i can really design this motherfucker couch goes there jet goes there house in brooklyn goes there you know like little i need a little casita over there and a jungle house over here so like now it gets into like the specifics of the design you know i just had this thought because irie i've been like making her listen to like just old school like you know soul and funk and there's this diana ross song that i fucking love and like i played it for her and i was like gonna be really hurt if she didn't like it because i fucking love this song but i forgot about it and then i recently like in the last two days and we're having this conversation it just popped into my head it's called it's my house and it's like it's my house and i live here it's my house. And she's talking about like designing her house. Like, see that table over there? Like, I put it there. I put this shit there. I put that there. And I place that there. And everything is perfectly put where the fuck I want it. And it's She was my talking about house. designing her house. She is. And she was saying, you really want to come over. You really want to come over. But you're going to have to show me that you, you're not going to fuck my house up. <laughs> and when you're thinking about designing your house, you're thinking about the guests, too, that you're going to have at your house. And... Who can um, sit at the table? I, I really, you know what? You guys should go listen to that song. It's bomb. I'm going to put it in the link here. <laughs> it's bomb. Uh, now I got to go listen to it. It's really good. And, I, and Irie's been requesting it like this morning. She was like, can we hear like the It's My House song? I was like, yes, we can. <laughs> but it's true. She was right. And maybe that's our affirmation for the day. Uh, my life is my house and I design it exactly the way I motherfucking see it. Beautifully. Bomb. My life is my house, and I design it exactly the motherfucking way. I see it beautifully. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, Costa Rica-inspired Design My Life August. And what are the cards going to say about our August designing life? Ah, let's see. hmm. So I pulled the page of cups. Upright, creative opportunities, intuitive messages, curiosity, possibility, the Page of Cups wears a blue tunic with a floral print and a beret on his head with a long flowing scarf. He stands on the shore with the wavy sea behind him holding a cup in his right hand. Surprisingly, a fish pops its head out of the cup and looks at the young man. The fish and sea behind him represent the element of water and all things to do with creativity, intuition, feelings, and emotions. 
The page of cups suggests a new idea or opportunity has come to you out of the blue. Your creative energy is flowing, and now the question is, how will you express it? Will you snap up this new idea and turn it into something, or will you let someone else bring it to fruition? It's up to you. Spend time exploring the idea to see if you want to move forward. I feel like this is like speaking to our like possible shift into a network, possibly. Hmm. This card often appears when you're being called to trust your intuition and be open to the multitude of intuitive messages coming your way. Look for synchronicities. I'm going to start using that word. And signs from nature that will guide you on your path. They may come from unexpected places or they may not even make sense to your rational mind. Be open to the possibility and ready to discover new aspects of yourself. Page of Cups can indicate that you will receive an unexpected or pleasant surprise. The pages are often known as the messenger cards. Oh my God, it says it might be the birth of a baby. Relax. Mm-mm. An engagement business, or baby. marriage, a new love interest. Susan said I'm going to find love, you guys. Susan also said that I'm going to have a really good idea in the beginning of August. Oh, my God. Wait, she did. Oh this my is God. a lot of pressure on me. So. Susan. Okay. If you guys don't know who Susan is, she's a world-renowned astrologer, Susan Miller, and I've been following her since like I was 13. Go to astrologyzone.com. This is not an ad. This is just pure love. <laughs> and go read your horoscope. She does these like monthly horoscopes where she, they're like nine pages long. But anyway. Oh, wait. There's just something you missed. Oh. Um, maybe I just didn't hear it. It needs to be repeated. Open your mind to all possibilities, especially those of a creative or intuitive nature. You will be pleasantly surprised. Be ready to dream the impossible dream and explore the magic of your fullest potential, even if it seems out of reach. Mm. Design your Your motherfucking motherfucking life. life. (laughs) Okay, now, if Biddy said it. It must be true. Susan said it. (laughs) The card said it. I believe it. Tis the season, bitches. If it's not working, leave it behind. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God, you guys. Wow. It's been a really long time since we've sat here together alone. So much has happened. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like, is it? I mean, obviously, this is a divine meeting. But one of our friends told Erica on the phone the other day, like, you know, you don't live like a, what did you say, a normal life. She's like, you know, you guys just don't live a normal life. And then Erica told me and I was like. We don't. (laughs) The shit that me and Erica get into together, (laughs) I swear to God, it's the best shit ever. It's almost like God is like, you want content? (laughs) You want some shit to talk about? How about now? (laughs) Anyway, a long, long time ago, four weeks or so ago, Erica and I decided we were going to take a journey to the jungle. And we, we did. We and, did. We, and we did. And we did. We journey. It did. Oh, it, we, we drove hours into the deep jungle to be isolated because that was the goal. Like complete isolation. Let's go as far as we can. Yes. <laughs> and who cares how we get there? Even if you spend $2,000 on a rental car, <laughs> go through 14 farms, 300 fruit stands. It was all worth it. Transported an ounce of weed in nature's pocket. Mm. Only to find out that all we had to do was put it in a deodorant, deodorant container. Yeah. yeah. Well, shout so, out to problem. Shout out to my pussy. <laughs> True. Thanks, pussy. <laughs> the major shout out. The whole the, the whole ounce that Jamila put in nature's pocket lasted the whole trip. And she was quite worried it wouldn't. But literally the last day we were there, what? we had enough to take with us in the car to the ride to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. It was the perfect amount of pussy weed so how much weed can your pussy supply you two weeks worth 
After that, it's on you, dog. I don't know. <laughs> my pussy personally can supply about two people for two weeks worth. If all the supermarkets, all the dispensaries go out of style, my personal dangerous pocket, two weeks. Impressive. No, we had a really beautiful trip. We flew to Costa Rica. That was going to, that's, I almost said for sure that's my last time flying coach, but fuck, it's not. We have two <laughs> coach flights booked. After those two, I'm done. <laughs> Um, it was not very comfortable. Fuck. Was it United? No. Was that Delta? It was. No, it was United. It had, but I thought we went to the special check-in when we checked in. Remember? It was Delta. Wow. I'm disappointed. Wow. The airlines are going downhill. Yeah. I don't they know. Don't if, a fuck. I think Delta brought in a United plane. It was very <laughs> small. They added a row and there was a, a regular sized man next to me and I felt so bad for him because I'm like a below some average small woman and I felt like I was going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> so I was just like, God, this is like slave labor. This is not good. Relax. <laughs> Relax. No, coach is not it. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, we made it to Costa Rica uh, bright and early at 6 a.m. We thought we had thought everything through very well, but we didn't because we arrived at <laughs> we arrived at six a.m. But we booked a flight to the other coast at three p.m. <laughs> we thought we were going to go explore the city, but then apparently it's not that easy. There's nothing really to do in San Jose. I mean, yeah, San Juan. No, San. It was just like too risky to go there, come back. We we're going to miss. Everyone made it seem like it was just. Don't leave the airport. No, nobody made it seem... They oh, did, no, yes. TripAdvisor no. said... Listen, we didn't do any research until we literally were landing. Yeah, I... La- well, first of all, we almost missed the flight. Oh, Just so okay. you know, guys, if you ever go to Costa Rica, you need travel insurance. They won't let you board the flight until you prove that you have insurance, which we bought the insurance as the flight was boarding. No, we get there. The guy is talking so slow. We're checking in. He's like, oh, yeah, you need to, you need to download this thing, but I'm going to let you guys go through for right now. And we're just like, okay, but he keeps talking, so I'm like, that be important he's letting us through whatever we get to the gate we're sitting there this is two bitches that shouldn't travel together because we don't do enough research during COVID or at all (laughs) and so we get there and we just start hearing announcements like if you do not have traveler's insurance proof you will not board this flight I said again if you think you're going to get on this flight without travel insurance people get here and they get mad the people get here and get mad and they have to go home because they did not get travel yeah I was like what the fuck so here we go me and Erica looking at each other (laughs) <laughs> excuse me um <clears throat> sir did you get travel insurance to go he's like oh yeah yeah we got that shit two weeks ago i'm like <laughs> do you mind sharing the link with us because these two dumb bitches didn't do it <laughs> we're in there of course the airport wi-fi is fucking up their line is boarding me and erica are sweating because we are <laughs> sweating like and they're supposed to get a QR code that the like the, they're supposed to message you. It might take a few minutes or maybe hours. Who knows? <laughs> but it finally went through. Literally, we're the last people to board the flight. Like we almost didn't even make it to. Erica just trip. looking over my shoulder, like looking at the line. I was like, "Stop, relax." <laughs> just you're fucking. <sighs> we, we made board, it. Yeah, we boarded the flight. Only I have a fucking ounce of weed in my pussy. We almost didn't get on. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> then we get on this tiny ass, fucking whack ass, low grade Delta fucking seating. We take the red eye because we're going to have the whole day there. We get there. Tired. Tired. And for some reason, international and domestic airport is next door to each other, but not close. Like we had to push our big ass, fucking huge, all of our bags from like neighboring airports, which was not fun at 6 a.m., only to get to the smaller airport to be like, uh, are there any other flights that are not at 3 p.m.? No. No. <laughs> and you can't check into this one for about four more hours because it's 6 a.m. 
<laughs> and then there's these, like three sad rocking chairs in the, in the airport. So I'm like, we're just sitting on the rocking chairs. I'm like, we can't sit here for eight hours. It's just not realistic. We read TripAdvisor when we got to the airport. Everyone's like, don't leave the airport. You're going to miss your flight. There's nothing to do. And then there's 20 minutes away. There's a mall. There's nothing to do. So we're like... Fuck it. Let's see if we can get a rental car and just drive. How many hours is it? It's like three and a half hours, right? So we're like, fine, fuck it. We're just going to rent a car and drive. (laughs) We get the car. We have to, like, put somebody's credit card up to, like, $6,000 and, like, hold on the car. It was just a lot. It was a lot. But we did it. (laughs) We did there. We got in the car. Erica did all that bitching about me bringing weed. And I was like... Bitch wants a blunt now. <laughs> Better bitch wants a blunt. I told you that I will be smoking that weed, that I'm just not going to put it in my nature's pocket. I'm going to let you handle that. You seemed fine with it. So I was like, okay, what you going to smoke alone? I knew you weren't going to smoke alone. So I knew that either way you're going to be pissed. I was still going to get that weed. <laughs> Luckily, we had weed for the three and a half hour trip that we... It was a beautiful drive. It's very jungle. Very... We found, like, we went and ate this, like, we stopped in this tiny town, ate breakfast, and then... Bought all these delicious fruits. Yeah. Um, we ate at it. It was a, a school bus converted into a high-ray restaurant. I'm pretty sure I saw the cook try the food with the spoon. <laughs> That's pretty standard. Okay, well, I guess. Um <laughs> Then we drive through farms and backwoods and oh, jungles. Yeah. And oh, then we're yeah. like, I'm like, the GPS. For, oh, God. <laughs> the GPS says we're almost there, but I don't see any ocean. I don't see any mountains. It's, I was like, so before we also went, we researched where, like, I don't know how this came up. It was a search. It was like, where do famous people live in Costa Rica? <laughs> and it was like, Guanacaste, Mel Gibson. And I was like, so Mel Gibson lives where we're going. You're like, Mel Gibson has a house here. I'm like, oh, so must be So as we're driving, getting closer, I'm like, this seems like where Mel Gibson would live. Like, (laughs) it seems very Mel Gibson-y. I'm like, yeah, it's getting richer for sure. Very rich over here. Big mountains, (laughs) gates. I see, like, I can't see the houses, but I know they're there. And then it says we've arrived, but we're (laughs) at an intersection and and a farm. (laughs) And I'm like... Where are we? So then we call the Airbnb host and she's like, I don't know where the fuck you are. But if you go four miles past the palm tree, make a right. You see the gas station? You see that gas station? It's on the left with a tree next to it. And you make a right and you go down four miles and make. Then she's like, send me a picture of where you're at. It's literally just a farm. (laughs) But we were about an hour and a half from where we were supposed to be. So we had driven three and a half hours to nowhere only to have to drive another hour and a half to wherever the fuck we were going because we were not in that place. So... Yeah, it was about a total of a six-hour drive after a six-hour flight, after a change of plans from a flight to a car. and But you know what? When we got to the fucking Airbnb, it was so goddamn beautiful. It was fucking beautiful. That it was all worth it. And so, yeah, we stayed in... I'm not even going to say what town we stayed in because I don't, want, I don't want anyone to go. But <laughs> we stayed in a really small town that no one should know about except us unless you're our friends. And... We met like a lot of Canadian people. <laughs> we met some really cool people. Like what I will say about Costa Rica is that no matter what side of the isle the island, not some island, the country that you're on, there's like real sense of like peace and like community over there. Like people want to help you. We met these guys that like didn't know us from a can of paint and like were fucking assisting us in all things possible. And I just I don't know, just the vibe there really made me rethink too, like be appreciative of my tribe, but like 
how important like community is and out there like you that's why so many people I think are moving out there too because you don't get that here people are like like hey how can I help you people are like how can I help you what do you need yeah that's true and it's just quiet and chill and like you saw the same 10 people every night and we took surf lessons for the first time. I mean, this is my first time. We stood up on the board. It was, we had a, a really peaceful, chill time. I felt like a grown-ass adult. For sure, it was a grown-up. It was like a very grown-up. Um, it was like, it was like raining one day. We like ran to a bar. I was like, I feel like Carl Thomas' Summer Rain was about to start playing. Like, And we were about to, like, we were about to go, we just ran out to get wine. And then we just heard like this beautiful voice calling us to Right, the it was bar. like a siren in the, like, in the, in the rain. <sighs> And we're like, back, like literally back right to, at the car, and I was like, "Should we go in there?" She was like, "Yeah, yeah, we should." <laughs> we like followed the mystical voice, and then met two best friends two girls could ever have, Chuck and Simon. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Chuck and Simon were so nice to us, and they talked to us, and like I danced a little bit. We drove the siren home. We t- yeah, we drove her home because she needed to ride home, and it was raining, so she couldn't drive her bike. We looked at property. We. What else did we do? We went to like a lot of adult dinners. Erica drugged me one morning with a microdose of mushrooms along with some vitamins. And then I forgot I took them. And I was like sweating at breakfast. I'm like, are you feeling weird? She's like, no, I'm fine. And then I was like, bitch, you gave me mushrooms. <laughs> you knew it. I forgot. <laughs> um, so that was weird. <laughs> Erica got a happy ending. Um, I did. It was great. And the night after that long drive, long flight, we got a massage and she went. All I'm saying is, I look, I, I share the story on our episode of Horrible Decisions that actually comes out this week. So if you want to hear my massage story, go check out, go check us out on Horrible Decisions. But basically what I have confirmed is that all massages should end in coming. It's not complete unless you came because it's the ultimate release. Why have I not known this? And I was also I was kind of drunk when it happened, but I couldn't wait to tell someone because I was like I felt like I had like just fucking discovered gold. She thought she was in like the good old boys club. She I was- did. I actually I, I group text a group text that we're on with full of men because I felt like Nick has been doing this shit forever. Like what? How? And now I'm part of the group and now I get it. I understand. I'm like you guys. Guess what? Literally like eleven o'clock at night. Like guess what I just did. I'm like <laughs> bitch. Relax. <laughs> then she comes in like. You should do it too. I'm like, I oh know she was pissed because she was like, I don't want him to touch my pussy. I'm like, he's not going to touch your pussy. Relax. Like, but I, you should. If he tries, you should let him because woo, it was great. It was great. She looked all drunk and all happy. I'm like, relax. It was great. It was, you know, it was consensual and it was wonderful. And I highly recommend. I'm going to have to get that on the bucket list. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sure there's a few spots here in good old Woodland Hills that can support your. You think Woodland Hills? Yeah. The Valley is the place that is the porn massage capital. Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. There also is that website. I can't remember what it's called, like Rub Maps. <laughs> is yeah. that for women, though? Does Rub Maps specify? I mean, I don't think it's specified for any. I'm sure mostly men are on Rub Maps, but I'm sure women can go on Rub Maps, too, and find local massage parlors that can rub it out for them. There's always those sexy massage therapists online now doing that all that extra shit. You can find a sexy motherfucker on Instagram that will rub it out. Okay, I'm just well. saying. If anyone knows anyone... Slide in my DMs. Pay them for their services. <laughs> Jamila, my wife, tipped him for me. I did. I was like, here you go. 
<laughs> I fell asleep. I was Drunk out. ass bitch. Um, anyway, oh, I turned 33. I felt very adult. We went to dinner and just chilled. And it was very adult-like, very quiet and calm. And there were monkeys and lots of foliage. And it was wonderful. There's mangoes on the floor. You pick up, you eat them. It's just great. Like I never felt like fruit was so sexual and orgasmic. I I mean, I did feel that way once in Mexico on acid, but this was confirmed sober that fruit is, in fact, next to sex. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's very orgasmic. And then um, after that very chill time on the Pacific side for one week, we got back in our rental car <laughs> and journeyed back to the center of uh, the country so that we could go to the Caribbean side, which we heard the black people were at. So, you know, we had to swing over there. We took a 14-passenger plane, which was very, was kind of fun, but scary. It stopped on, like, another little island, literally a jetway on the beach. It looked like we were flying in, like, onto the water. It was beautiful. I, I want to get to that island, whatever the fuck island that was we stopped at. <laughs> and then we made it back, and we rented another car. And this time we drove five and a half hours. This time we took, drove five and a half hours, and on a one-road... One-lane road. One-lane road highway <laughs> for five and a half. And, like, our, <laughs> someone had already warned us, like, it's only one road in and out of that place. And if a tree falls or, a, or there's a mudslide, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm glad I didn't hear about this till after we did it. No, he told us before. Uh, I, just, I, I must just have not made, been listening. Um, we drove five and a half hours to the Caribbean side and it's like... Yeah, but when we got there, it was like we unlocked the fucking magic of Costa Rica. I mean, Costa Rica's magical period, but it was like, unleash the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the only reference I could think that of. That was an amazing was, reference. I feel like, yeah. If you missed that, well, there we go. Um, so we go, first of all... There's no addresses in Costa Rica. They literally drop a pin. There's like, Poparia number seven. And we just like drove down a road. There was a beautiful black woman greeting us in a beautiful dress. She was beautiful. And like, you couldn't see the house, but bitch. When she opened up the gates to this house, you could not motherfucking tell me I was not Princess motherfucking Jasmine, okay? (laughs) The house was motherfucking Jasmine. It was a magic carpet in that bitch. It was like the secret garden jungle. It was like, oh. You've made it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're rich. I don't know how. How do we afford this, girl? And it, Costa Rica is not it that expensive. Very, it was very not. No, it wasn't. It wasn't expensive. It was very affordable, which was amazing. God was on our side, like literally every. And like, then, and then, like we went out that night, and like no, you're like just going over so much. I'm sorry. There's sorry. a beautiful magical pool. Both there was us. a magical <laughs> house. There was an outside shower. It looked like we were living in Bali. The kitchen's we were. outside. The living room's outside. It we're was living outside. It was sexy as fuck. And then we're like, let's go get dinner on the town. And then we had this like amazing host who's from LA, a black woman from LA, and she owns this beautiful house. What a lucky bitch. Like, wow, I'm so happy you own this house. <laughs> then <laughs> true <laughs> then we drove to the town and i like as we like creep up to the town i hear like caribbean tunes i'm like bitch i think we're on the right side of the island i can feel the i can just feel the jungle people i can feel the black people in the air i can feel them i was like cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> we're here we made it and then so like right before we get out the car i was like really feeling it i was like erica I just hope and wish, like, honestly, if I just get to have one, like, sweaty dance with a stranger, I'll be so motherfucking happy. Just, like, one sweaty dance. She did say this. I was just like, I want to just dance with one sweaty stranger. So, of course, she was just like, yeah, okay, whatever, bitch. Let's go eat. 
<laughs> we go to the beach. We watch this beautiful sunset and have this delicious, bomb-ass meal. We're like in deep romance with each other, staring into each other's <laughs> eyes, telling each other how much we love each other and how grateful we are. Like taking turns going to the beach while we wait for our food and drink delicious cocktails. And right before we met everyone sitting next to us, including the owner of the restaurant, he gives us our check and he's like, are you guys going to go to the party? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you say? He said, you guys going to the party next door? I was like, duh. I didn't know there was a party. He's like, yeah, Johnny's has a really good party. Oh, I was like, right now? He's like, yep, it's about to get started right now. I was like, I am a motherfucking manifester, okay? Mm-hmm. And what do you know? The party just starts getting it cracking right there in front of our eyes on the beach under the full moon. And what do you see? Some niggas sweated <laughs> dancing. Yep. Yep. I was like, Erica, <laughs> Erica, I made this party happen. <laughs> she was like, I know. Mm-hmm. And I sweaty danced on some strangers. Yeah, we did. We sweaty danced on some strangers. There were some fine strangers there, too. There were some unexpected future friends there that we made friends with later that we were like, who are these motherfuckers? <laughs> like, Gilly. Shout out to Gilly the God. Shout out to Gilly the motherfucking God. Like, we judged Gilly. We saw Gilly on the beach. He was wearing his Timbaland. He had Timbalands in the sand. And then he had, like, his, like, the cool, trendy, like, dangling. One, the dangling cross earring. You know, the, like, and, like, the wife beater with muscles. And, and grill. Was, and a grill and chains. Yeah. I was like, this nigga does not live here. I'm like, this nigga is visiting. He is he's, from he's a Miami or somewhere, the Bronx. He's, I'm know. like, he's from L.A. for sure. <laughs> And then we're also talking about this other kid. We're like, he's like the ladies' man of Costa Rica. I could tell he's trying to run game on all the bitches. She was like, yeah, he's a fuckboy for sure. (laughs) Fast forward to about 20 hours later. (laughs) The next day, because the town is very small, I met up with one of my girlfriends, oh, Mo, who was on the show last month. Shout out to Monique. And then, you know, the fuckboy joined us. And he became our friend. Later on, the, uh, Gilly the God joined us. He actually, they both live there. They're not tourists. <laughs> Gilly's lived there for like five, five years. years. It was just pretty magical to see like young people just say up and leave America and say fuck it and like set up shop in like this beautiful place where like it's just the things you think are important are really not important. And like when I say community, like everyone loves on each other. It's kind of like a little culty, like a culty <laughs> love fest where everyone's just like really touchy feely and really like kind to each other. I'm like, is this a cult or is this real? No, that is not a cult. I'm I just don't, kidding. I don't, get, I don't get cult vibes, but the one I said was a fuck boy who's I don't think he's a fuck boy. He's actually really sweet. He was actually in a cult, though. I did. We did actually meet someone who was in a cult. That's a trigger warning. I shouldn't just say cult all willy-nilly like that. I mean, like a love fest. Yeah, everyone was just really supportive, and it's continued, like even past being there. Like, I can't believe that I didn't know that this place existed, but I also know that like everything shows itself when it's supposed to, and I might have not been ready to digest and accept what I experienced there. <laughs> So, have you been exploring your field lately? Oh, I have definitely been exploring my field lately. Okay, you guys. Field is an app. I know you guys have heard me talk about it. I've actually been talking about it for a minute. It's an app for people interested in exploring alternative lifestyles, whether that's alone or with your partner. This app literally has people that are interested in every type of different kink, whether it's a threesome, vanilla sex, to BDSM. 
It's the largest dating community of progressive humans across the globe. Even if you're new to exploring your sexuality, if you're looking for a third, just some kinky BDSM, Field is the app for you. And here's some great news. You can download the Field app for free and support our show by going to field.com slash goodmoms. That's F-E-E-L-D dot com slash goodmoms. Or just click the link in our episode description to get the Field app for free today. You know I love a female-owned brand, and you know we love a brand that is intentional about the products that they create, and that is why I am so, so, so happy that I found Ritual. I use Ritual's protein essential powder. I use their essential vitamins for kids, which are sugar-free. They're clean. They're plant-based. They're vegan. They really, really care about the kind of of ingredients that they're putting into their products. I know when I give Irie this vitamin, she's getting the best of the best. And they're specifically created to support nutrient needs of different life stages. And right now, to make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, our listeners get 10% off during your first three months. All you have to do is visit ritual.com backslash gmbc. That's right. Ritual.com backslash GMBC to start putting your health first. And like even the party we went to, like there was moms on the beach with their kids. The kids are dancing, running around. That's what I love. Watching them. The kids are just just like the water. Free, free, just free living their best fucking lives. And people are smoking weed. Nobody's worried about none of the shit that we'd be worried about. No one drives cars. Everybody has a bike. Everyone's eating from the earth. Yeah, everybody's eating fruits and like everything's from local sourced motherfucking places. You just feel healthy. And bliss and your skin feels good. I was feeling so sexy there. I told Erica like five times. I'm like, I am so sexy in Costa Rica. Like Costa Rica makes me sexier. And it's true. <laughs> I, I agree. I was sexier there. Me I felt too. sexier. I was like, my skin was sexier. I felt kinder. <laughs> kinder? <laughs> I did. I was happier. I was giving way more hugs. It was just great. We made a lot of friends. We thought we were locals. Even one night. <laughs> I begged Erica to go to this party. We're like, they're like, yeah, Devin's party is tonight. It's open mic. Dorian. Whatever. You always call her for a name. She was kind of mean to us. <laughs> she was nice later. Okay, Dorian. We went to Dorian's party because, duh, we're locals now. We have five friends. So, like, yeah, I'm going to tell Dorian you're coming. We met up. Shout out to Island Bruja. We met up with Island Bruja, who found us before we got there. She's living in Costa Rica. She found Good Moms because someone shared the hat and she liked the hat. And then like weeks later, we're going to Costa Rica. She meets up with us. She's like, oh, you can go to Dorian's. I'll just text her, tell her you're coming. I'm like, okay. Erica's like, I really don't feel like going. I'm like, come on. It's open mic night. Like in my head, it was like a full go like party. Mila was going to fucking make her fucking open mic debut. That's what this shit was. She couldn't wait. <laughs> so we drive to Dorian's in the night and I drive and we're all like literally. Which never happens. I don't trust Jamila's driving. I've, I don't I'm know a great driver. Drive. I'm a great driver. Are She's you? a bitch. Yeah. Well, bitch, this is not my fault. Okay. So we're driving and I'm like, oh my God, like there's the house. We're in like a deep conversation. And I'm like, there's the house right there. And literally, as soon as I say right there, <laughs> we drive into a ditch. <laughs> But not like a regular ditch. Like the back of the the, the back, whole car was off the ground. The back two wheels were off. Like the nose of the car. I don't know what kind of ditch. How the it was fuck, a cliff. It was like a cliff. It was a baby cliff. It was just like boom. 
And I was like, we just looked at each other. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> she's gonna kill me. I'm like, oh no, is the car broken? This seems. I'm like lifted off the car. I open the car door and it's like swinging, and I have to jump down. So we both we've put like six thousand dollars in the credit card to cover the insurance. So we're like not saying much. <laughs> it begins to rain. So then we have to oh, go. Also, we're in the middle of the street. We're in the middle of the street. So then we have to go into Dorian's house where we don't really know Dorian because we thought we were locals two hours ago. And we get in there. So mellow. And everyone's sitting on the floor. And there's like candles lit and there's like poetry going. And it's like, I am me. She is she. I am deep as the sea. And everyone's like, and then it's like, and then it really doesn't rhyme. It's like, and then it's so deep because, you know, I don't have any friends, but I do have friends, but I'm in Costa Rica. And then there's like a guitar playing. It's like, do, 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 do. And then here we come in like, um, <clears throat> first we're like, who the fuck are you two bitches? And we're like, hi, uh, Dorian. <laughs> they're like, it's like an abrupt stop to this terrible poetry. And they're like, like, are our our car is stuck in a ditch. Can you do you know a tow truck? And they're all looking at us like a tow truck, bitch. <laughs> You're in the jungle. And we're like, can you? Someone just. I was like, this could. Can we? Someone could just come out and look at it. <laughs> so two guys, like no one's on any press time in Costa Rica. It's like la 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 la. There's nothing to do. You're literally there's nothing happening. So they come out, they look at it. Then I discover that there's killer ants. Oh, yeah. The killer ants on the floor. The rain, the killer ants, the car is in a ditch. Start biting our feet. In the (laughs) air. And these two guys are like, huh, yeah, hmm. Like, push it down a little bit. They're like, barely. Barely. They're like, barely trying "Mm." to help. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, you know, we're like LA bitches. We're like, we got to get the fucking solution. What the fuck? Like, who has a tow truck? Can we help us? And and everyone's like, just come sit yeah let's like pull some cars yeah so then we come in they literally do nothing and we're like okay well i guess they're like the tow truck's not gonna be open on sunday so then someone starts honking outside because they were blocking the street so So we go back in they proceed like nothing just fucking happened we're not having an urgent matter they continue the terrible fucking poetry then look someone starts honking outside erica goes and she comes back and she's like yo the guy said he can help us we just have to get like 10 friends (laughs) And, and he's like, he's seen it a hundred times. He said he can help us. And I'm like, so everyone's still like, and then we went to the tree, the party. No, they were intentionally ignoring me. I was like, I that's could, why I was getting pissed. I could feel Erica's energy <laughs> rising and it was stressing me out because A, I forced her to come to the party. B, I drove into this dumbass ditch. C, her credit card is on this fucking stupid ass $400 million fucking insurance. And I can just feel her getting irritated. But I'm like, okay, me, you know me, I'm like trying to fill the room. I'm like, there's going to be a perfect opportunity to rally everybody up. This is just not it. I'm like, okay, we've abruptly walked into their zen nest, whatever the fuck is happening here. And now we're like pushing them to help us, even though they clearly don't give a fuck. But let me just go about this. I'm just trying to be the buffer. So then they pull out some fucking cards. And they're like. Everybody pull cards. They're like feeling cards. They're like feeling cards. Which we're going <laughs> to pull some in a second. So as we're talking shit, don't worry, we have some here. But then like, I feel like, who's your best friend? They're like, me. I am my own best friend. And I realized that I love being my own best friend because 
I'm best friends with me. Like sometimes I talk to myself in the line <laughs> and, and people wonder who I'm talking to but isn't talking to me because I'm checking in with myself. And then I had this really judgy, I had this really judgy thought at this moment after like three cards. I'm like, is Costa Rica full of like American like loners? Because <laughs> everyone's like, I'm alone and I'm great. And I'm like, are you? And then Erica's pissed. Like she's fuming and I'm like, try not to look at her because I'm stressed. <laughs> so finally I'm like, the cards get to us and you would think that they would skip us, but no, they wanted us to go even though we're having an emergency. So Erica's cards come and she's like, Oh, the time? It was like, when have you felt the most the most adrenaline? Yeah, the most adrenaline. And I said, probably birth. And when my car got stuck in a ditch in the front of the party and no one helped. <laughs> I'm like, if you guys could just please. I'm like, you guys, there's a guy out there that can help us. I would as, really appreciate. As soon as she got the I bike. I was pissed. I was like, there's like seven men in this room. There was like, fuck, you're not going to help us? There was a total us? of 10 people at this love and fest. All, most of them were men. Get your ass up and get on this goddamn car. But was, they were so zenned out. I they don't give a fuck. I was like, one of them in, like intentionally was purposely. I was like, is this some fake tribe shit? I was like, these motherfuckers don't want to help us. I was pissed. So she's like, the guy said if we just get nine people. I'm like, can you please, if you all can just, please just come outside. Everyone, right now, please. All at one time, if we could just, just give us five minutes of your wait. So then she goes and knocks on the guy's door and he's like, he's done this before because I don't know who the fuck allowed this ditch to be this deep into the middle of the street. He comes out. We all jump on the back of this car. I'm in the front seat <laughs> on the fucking reverse. So like, please, God, please, God, get this fucking car out of here so I don't have to hear her mouth. I'm like, ah! <laughs> They're like pushing. I'm like, please, God. And then finally, like, and it fucking backs out because 20 people are sitting on the back right corner and there's not a fucking scratch on this fucking vehicle it was a miracle it was a goddamn miracle anyway we got out the moral of the story is they came and helped (laughs) the moral of the story is they were on some tribe shit they were just very mellow about it Um, we're just pressed yeah the LA in us was coming out really quickly I was like we're in Costa Rica you gotta relax but then, like, you know, after leaving there and then I feel like we went from, like, the real jungle to the concrete jungle, back to work, back to our kids. But even still, like, seeing, like, I'm even, like, when I was there, I was like, wow, I'm here with my best friend. I am, I, I'm putting my daughters in camp. We're recording. I'm following my dreams. I'm interviewing fucking dynamic guests that, like, who else is going to have a conversation with, like, a dominatrix on a Tuesday at 12 p.m. with her sub? Like, those are the kind of conversations like I want to be having like I would don't want to be doing I don't want to be up in an office no offense to those that are but that's just not the way I'm designing my life and I'm realizing that I truly have designed my life and I think going to Costa Rica was a reminder too of like not only like career-wise how I want to be and like my goals and you know having access which sometimes correlates with having income but like how I want to live how I want my body to feel. Literally, that's what I kept telling. I was just like, I feel my body feels better. I'm literally more naked like 90% of the trip. I mostly peed outside. I mostly showered outside. I mostly ate fruits. Like I felt connected to the earth. And you know what? I felt like a, such a powerful download, like a, a message of like everything that you need, there's an abundance of it. Like everything in, in Costa Rica is so plush and so like you could see the rich, so rich. You could see the earth bearing its fruit, you know, and I just felt so cared for and protected and like everything I needed right there I, I had and everything else that I was worried about I didn't have to be worried about. And even to the point of me manifesting a sweaty dance party. And like even we, you know, when we got there, we're like, God, I really want to share this 
experience with our community you know like other people have to come here and even into the point where after like three days i was like it is so fucking necessary that moms go on trips without their kids because you know we're moms we're having guilt of not bringing our kids we're having you know the scheduling at home wasn't going smoothly you know niggas say they're gonna show up they don't show up and you have to you feel guilty should i be here doing this for this extended amount of time but i'm like this is so fucking necessary and honestly like i encourage it right after you have a baby like it should be normal to go on a long vacation every year without your family you you should have to do it because you have to be able to and for an extended time because it took eric and i at least like four or five four or five days to like decompress decompress and then like really be in it you know and like i was even talking about like how do we bring our community here how do we develop like do a trip together where we can manifest because eric and i have had the blessing of being able to really see our manifestations come to life to the point like I'm looking over at my best friend like I can't believe like we did this you know <laughs> like we didn't win this on the radio we paid for this yeah. we are adults <laughs> and then like how do we find the best air following our dreams through, through follow like just being us and just like we, we went to New York and had these crazy conversations with our friends and we're smoking weed and we're, t- we're interviewing a dominatrix and then we're turning it over and interviewing best friends and crying and about how much we love each other and then we're hanging out with our kids and then we're it's just like I mean I realize and then so you saying like my friend was like you guys don't live normal lives I'm like I mean I think everyone's version of normal is different but no I don't and I've never wanted to and that's the life that I want to continue to live I want to be able to be 100% myself and be authentic and and fuck up and cry and be vulnerable and when I'm not being vulnerable check myself and my friend be able to tell me and also like just be able to put our kids in camp together and and get a babysitter and you know go to the sex party at night and laugh about it the next day (laughs) and like still be good moms and still do the things and it's such a beautiful journey and I'm just I love it here (laughs) no same but I mean I think too like going back to you know being able to connect to yourself and to nature and wanting to bring our tribe there like I'm just so excited because we were like how do we do this and like when I tell you the power of like me and Jamila's entity is it's something really special and like you too can have that with your friend, like with your soulmate or whatever that looks like. But me and Jamila were, we were like, we need to do this. And then we met a woman and then literally we're like, we need to host a retreat in Costa Rica. It should be all of these things that we're experiencing. And literally like that day I went to go eat lunch with my friend who lives in Costa Rica, Monique. And then she introduced me to this woman. She's like, hello, (laughs) you know, like I coordinate retreats. I've done it for years. I did it on a major level and like Ibiza or some shit. I'm like, Oh, did (laughs) you? well thanks god (laughs) i'll take it you know and i told her i was like yo it's crazy that i'm meeting you right now like i was just talking to my partner about this and it's literally every single thing that we wanted that we got like to the the very small even down to our friends when we got there we were just talking you know look at them like and we asked for those friendships (laughs) even in our like very small virtual manifestation full moon thing that we did we had people come you know write in and say like i manifested this and this came to fruition and i do believe there's power in doing shit together absolutely i do like when you harness your energy like first of all feminine energy is so fucking divine and goddess it's create it's literally creative energy we create life and when we put that shit together like the red tent 
plant style in a tropical holy place like Costa Rica and you come vulnerable and you come like open and ready to connect that shit is motherfucking powerful so like yeah I'm super super excited to announce that we are doing a retreat hey in January in Costa Rica 2022 yeah I'm so excited it's January too because I feel like I mean, we all know, like, beginning of the year, we're always focusing on, like, okay, what are the things that we're reevaluating about last year, ourselves? But sometimes it takes, like, a few weeks into January for some reason to, like, really, like, okay, what is it that I really want to do? You know? And, like, I just feel like making this commitment to yourself, really, and coming back to yourself and saying, I'm going to do this for me, like... There's something so powerful about that. And then us all coming together. I'm just really excited to to meet the people that, you know, are committed to themselves because those are the people I want to be attached to. Those people, Not attached, but connected to, you know? Well, when you're manifesting, yeah, you need people who are on the same page as you. And we need to nurture our dreams and nurture each other and, like, take time to do that. It's important. I, even in Costa Rica, I was like, it feels good to just do whatever I want. Like, just nurture myself, listen to my body. And the times I've experienced the most, like, shift in my energy and in my like in myself like my ability to reflect and dig deeper is when I'm most silent and most in nature so like doing that as a community is going to be yes and there's such magical people and healers out there you guys I can't wait for you guys to to see what's out there and meet the people out there it's just like it's oh my god I miss Lonnie I miss Lonnie too (laughs) Yeah, we have a Costa Rican grandmother. Thank you, Monique, for retaking all your people. Oh, yeah, we went to visit this, like, magical divine. It was like going to meet God. It was like, hey, do you want to come meet God? Come with us. Come up the mountain and come meet her. And we did. We, like, went up the mountain. Went up the mountain. Uh, Lonnie sent us with her friend from Germany or Sweden. She, like, we just went through, like, back jungles, muddy back jungles down a hill up until we found this beautiful untapped into waterfall and we just like sat there and it was just so purifying powerful it yeah. was loud it was roaring so, it was roaring and it was like you couldn't even go under it because it was just heavy it would probably break your back and it was it just rained and we screamed and we yelled and we cried and we just like sat in that bitch for a minute like to absorb but like whatever energy we wanted to absorb and it was it's yeah. powerful yeah anyway <laughs> so should we do do you want to just do we do should we pull one of these cards Okay, go ahead. quickly. So we have this game. You've heard us talk about it. It's called We're Not Really Strangers. And in the spirit of designing your life, I think a lot that comes with designing your life is reflection. You must reflect, figure out what it is that you want, what it is that you need, what it is that you don't need. And so there's a reflection card in here. So I'm just going to pick anyone. Hopefully it's not crazy. It's so deep. In one word, describe how you feel right now. Hi. <laughs> uh, hi, happy, grateful. I can't do one word. I talk a lot. Where'd you pick from? This is reflection, and then this is... What is this? Perception? Mm-hmm. And what's the middle one? Connection. Okay, should I do another reflection? Since we're designing our lives, we have to reflect. Okay. <laughs> this is interesting. Huh. <laughs> what can we create together? <laughs> <laughs> what can't we create together? Anything we want. Anything we fucking want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay, let's try another one because that's just that's for the entity. This is for the entity. This is for the entity. Okay. Hmm. What? 
Is it a wild card? No, it's not a good one. It's not a good one. (laughs) (laughs) What do you admire most about me? Um, Your capacity for love. (laughs) Um, I admire most about you. There's a lot I admire about you. Um, I admire your ability to have boundaries. It's okay, beautiful. so the opposite thing. Like <laughs> yeah. Your capacity to love, your, your capacity to say "fuck you." <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, it's yeah. thank you. I, I thank you. I receive that. <laughs> um, do we have a hori? Yeah, let's read our hori, and then we'll. If you guys want to hear more about things we're not going to talk about about New York, oh yeah, in more detail because we did go to a sex party. We did some field research. We went to study. It was, it was a group it was study. Studious. It was. We went out into the field. Uh, we got, we got into the field. Data. Collected. <laughs> we needed to collect some data in the field. We wrote some things down, took notes. We're journalists, so of course we had to do the research yeah, in the field. Did a lot of field work. But <laughs> yeah, you can hear that on our Patreon. We talk about our experience at a party that was pretty life-changing for me. It was life-changing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look solidified some things for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I, I could see that. I could see, I can understand that. Like, yeah, there's an openness that has to come with. I don't even know. I'm not even going to reveal what it is, but just go listen to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash goodmomsbadchoices. We have that little story among other stories that we don't share here. So check that shit out. But we do have a hoary and I thought it was a good one. Let me see. Where is it? Horror stories. Well, I thought I'd take this story to the grave, but apparently things change. I was 24 when my first marriage ended. On the first weekend, my daughter spent with her dad's family. My friends planned a girls' night so I wouldn't be sad. I put on clothes I never would have been able to while I was with him, and we headed to the club. Two hours in, I was feeling really nice, and that's when I met him. He had a thick Haitian accent that turned me on. We danced and made out like drunk lovers. At the end of the night... My scary ass tried to leave, but he gave me his ID, driver's license, and social security card so that I would trust him. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I drove... What were you going to do with those cards if like, you went missing, though? Like, you, you take a picture, you send it to your friend. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, good got thing it, got you it. don't okay. steal credit. Wow, okay. That's, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I drove to his house while he was sucking on my titties. He didn't care who saw, and I didn't either. We went back to his house, and I got new dick for the first time in six years. Woo! Hallelujah! hallelujah. Bring him home from the club and dick him down. Yes. Yes. Amen. I support this message. I was feeling so fucking liberated that I asked him if if his fine ass roommate wanted to fuck me too. (laughs) I love it. He did. (laughs) (laughs) At first I was nervous because they would switch back and forth between English and French. What? Wow. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of bilingual male, female threesomes happening in Good Moms. But uh, yeah, speaking of... (laughs) of the sex club but they both found ways to cater to me without getting too close to each other come to think of it that's probably what most of the talking was about hmm. <laughs> they wouldn't come close to each other or maybe because it had a pleasure her i don't know maybe maybe they were conspiring to please you that would be great that's a great thought to think about i slept over and the next morning i felt like i needed to explain that that was actually my first time doing something like that shame shame creeped in the shame creeped in oh no what have oh, i no, done fuck. i feel my, oh, my best I'm, dream i mean i'm verified god blessed me verified slut um i thanked him for treating me well and told him that after all i went through in my marriage i felt so good to be free he told me that from now on whenever i wanted a safe space to do something new i could call him wow he's a fucking saint i want to cry i know that was beautiful <laughs> i'm like look at me i'm getting emotional That's 
beautiful. Sexual freedom is a gift. Wow, that's I, you know like you know it's safety for me is so important it's for like a man to, to like, say make you're, you yeah feel, feel safe. safe like that yeah. is a good I never thought it was that word because you think of it in a different way but it is it feels safe to just be like the creepiest like it's okay the, you know that you're gonna be good the, here yeah like yeah. I don't I don't care about that I love you. We remained friends. We'd go out she to eat. She really teary I know. I She's was... about to cry. Fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just feel like it makes me happy to know that exists. Right. Right. There's men out there who says, oh, my God, I love you enough to yeah. give you that. You know what it is, too? I cry because I can't go back. Like, I am who I am. There's no going back. I've experienced too much. I've seen too many things. And I can't go back to whatever normalcy, whatever the fuck that looks like. I just know what I like. And Are you with it or not? Do you love me? Are we safe? Right. Are we safe? We remained friends. We'd go out to eat, set up play dates for my daughter and his son, oh even have sex when we were in between relationships, just us and with others, too. Even though we did wild shit together, he held me in the highest regard, and I always felt like he was an ally. I recently found out that he was killed. <gasps> oh. Okay, now I'm really going to cry. I'm going to cry, too. Oh, no. <sighs> I'll never forget all the liberation he brought into my life. Wow. Wow. I never... This is a first. Ahori is making me really emotional. Um, You know what? I just feel like... I know what I think for women, too. I think for free women and sexual women, it is hard to come by, and it is a gift. And, and honestly... Shout out to you for fucking saying, hey, want to try something? And saying it. Because you know how many women would want it and not say it? Because like, I'm a, it's going to be a train. I'm going to be a slut. They're going to think I'm a hoe. Like, all these things, you know. It's sad that we have to live our, our sexuality in, in, like, this quiet space. It's sad that we have to go around our sexuality wondering if it's offensive to anyone else or if it's asking for too much attention or if it's slutty. Because men have the, the leeway to just slut it out, even if it's fucking downright violent and disrespectful and it's accepted and there's camaraderie around it like to be a woman is to be sexual you cannot remove the sex from femininity from the feminine from like that's who we are so it's just so hard to come by a man who recognizes and sees who you are as who you are and respects you as such it's sad it's almost to the point like do i have to Am I supposed to be more a different way? Am I supposed to be less sexual? Am I not supposed to express my sexual fantasies because it's too much for somebody? And like, no, but you do have to know that there are going to be a lot of men that shame you and even less men that like wrap around you and love on you and can hold you to a high regard and, you know, respect you and help you live out those fantasies. Mm. I'm really sad that he got killed. That's why we have to teach our sons to be good men. We We have have to. I think we should be a school for boys, a school for men to relearn their like, well, fuck that. That's a lot of work. Jesus. It's like every man ever I've ever met. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that school is closed. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you sharing that, Hori. That was beautiful. But it's time for us to get out of here, guys. Wait, one more thing I wanted oh, to say okay. that we missed. I don't know how we fucking missed this, but in New York, we had a fucking meetup. Oh, yeah. We met up. And the Hori made me think of it because the most innocent, sweetest face in the whole party was like, remember that um, the Hori about the um, me pegging the white man on Juneteenth? <laughs> I was like, that was you? Yeah. 
I was like, girl, I would have not seen this little sweet face. Never in a million years. Never in a million years. So it's so nice to put faces with horries. You never know mm, out here. Don't be knowing. Yeah. I love you guys' stories. I love you guys. It felt so good to just like wrap my hands around you and like chill and dance and vibe and eat and break bread. And hopefully we get to do more of that in each city, more dinners. So check that out. And yeah, you know where to find us. Rate and review us. And we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. la noche, solo puedo recordar la luz de la calle, de las estrellas, como bailamos en la gran ciudad.